0: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash forever thirty-five to get free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. Quince dot com slash forever thirty-five.
1: Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrier. I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. Just two friends
0: who love to talk about serums.
1: And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, share your comments and thoughts, and answer your questions to the best of our ability. Yeah, which is
0: occasionally limited. Which is why I like to tell people that we are not experts, we're just podcast hosts. So, you know, seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed for any of your questions that you call or write into us about.
1: Hey, it's great to be back here
0: on a mini app. Are you pumped to answer some cues? I am pumped. I'm ready. I'm excited. You, got a, you do have, I have to say, for someone who is going through the experience of not sleeping with a new baby, you've got a lot of energy and pep in your step.
1: Oh, why, thank you. I have a gleam in my eye. You do. Well, You're you sparkling. Know, I uh, recently, about two nights ago, I cut out my middle of the night pump session. Oh,
0: look. So I actually good. am feeling good. a little more peppy. Well, I love it. I love the spirit. Uh, if you do want to reach us with your questions or comments, our voicemail number is 781 390 And our email is forever35podcast at dot. Yeah, hit us up on the jeans. Look at you. You're back. You're abbreviating.
1: (laughs) You've got a big water bottle Uh, with you. You're hydrating. I'm becoming you. I like it,
0: Dory. You're (laughs) hydrating and abbreviating. (laughs) Kate Spencer's story. So (laughs) we got a couple responses to the mini episode I recorded while you were on maternity leave with Jackie Michelle Johnson. Oh, Queen Jackie. I mean, truly the number one honey of all time. Mm host of Natch Butte. And um, I wanted to start things off with this email because it was a response to a conversation we had about things we did when we were younger mm. that now we're like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, so here, this is what the person says. Uh, but, but, ba. After listening to your latest podcast discussing beauty mishaps of the past, I wanted to share mine. I dealt with acne for years, age 11 up, before realizing I was over-treating it like crazy. I was using washes, toners, and lotions with way too many harsh ingredients like benzoyl peroxide and making my acne worse. My acne cleared once I adopted a simple routine with a gentle cleanser I love, which is veno Clear Complexion Foaming Cleanser and Moisturizer, CeraVe PM. I think I was so afraid of what my skin would look like without harsh ingredients that I kept using them even though they weren't working hope this can help someone else suffering with problem skin
1: yes I remember using retin-a as a teen is that a prescription it was product? yeah I don't know if it still is but it was at the time and I just remember like my skin becoming like dry and flaky Ooh, and ouch. it not even like really helping with my zits that much And yet I kept using
0: it. Yeah. Well, there's that weird fear, right? That if you don't use it, Mm -hmm. whatever issue that you have considered a problem will get worse. Totally. So this was a very, you know, I am trying, I I don't deal with acne. So I'm not saying that this is a similar experience, but I am trying to kind of minimize my product routine lately Mm -hmm. just to see, Mm -hmm. see what happens. And it feels good to lighten the load. Yeah. You know, good on your wallet and good. Good in your bathroom counter. Amen to that. We have another follow up to that app, Dory.
2: Great. And Let's hear it. I
0: really loved what this person had to say.
2: Hi, um, this is Ashley. Um, I was just calling in in response to your uh, gold Digging mini episode about uh, things that you've changed in your beauty routine or have um, moved on with. Um, so along with the anti-oil phase of the late 90s, early aughts, and the everyday hair washing. um, Thanks to podcasts like yours, I have also realized that I don't actually have to do something. Like, I don't have to wear heels to that event or or have to wear Spanx with that dress. I don't actually have to do anything. Um, And that's been the most liberating thing that's changed for me within just this past year. I can wear a full face of makeup one day or the next day just wear sunscreen. I don't, I don't, I can dabble. I can do anything I want to. And for some reason I never realized that. And again, thanks to podcasts like York, 435 and Natch I've just been living my best life. So thanks to you both, um, Kate and Dory. Um, Hope you have a great day. You know, I'm tattooing
0: that entire voicemail across my chest because it resonated with me so deeply well if that is what you want to do <laughs> I can do it you can do it have you have you had a thing it's interesting the caller mentioned two things that I also at some point was like oh I don't have to do that Spanks, spanks. yeah why did we think we had I mean I know why patriarchy mm-hmm. uh, and the patriarchal like the world of fashion kind of enforcing body standard blah 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 blah, blah. Kate shut up the point is spanks. no when did you stop what was the moment I don't remember a moment per se. I
1: just remember, like, I just stopped wearing them at, you know, if I had to go to a wedding or whatever. I didn't wear them at my wedding because my dress had like a low cut back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I remember just being like, oh, okay. And I was much more comfortable than I think I would have
0: been if I had worn Spanx. Yes. I bet you when you were able to enjoy yourself more. Yeah, I, um... Recently, in the past few years, I've realized it's okay if my underwear lines show in fancy outfits. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I used to buy like, I don't wear, I'm not a thong wearer. I know some people are regular Mm -hmm. thong wearers. They don't work for me and my comfort. But I would like suffer through them so that no one could see an underwear
1: line. That's such a good, that's such a good example. Who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, if you do give a shit, that's fine. Right. But God, you don't have to. No, you don't have to. (sighs) You know, I'd love to hear
0: from listeners. This would be a fun list. About some more things that they stopped doing. Yeah. Because heels are another one. I, you know, I'm five foot 10. I've never felt comfortable wearing heels. Mm -hmm. And yet you, I assumed it was the appropriate shoe to wear to address the event. Mm. It ain't. No, but like, I like a heel. But again, no, no qualms if you do. But
1: i stopped wearing you know what though i don't wear pointy shoes anymore see everyone is just Mm -hmm. and my toes are so much happier yes
0: comfort is so crucial to enjoying yourself fully so yes story i think your call to listeners what have you what have you realized you don't have to do yeah hit us up because you don't have to do anything you don't want to do except listen to this podcast (laughs) That's a requirement. (laughs) Um, We have another response to this episode because we put a call out or a listener put a request out for affordable makeup brushes. Mm, Great cue. Here we go. Uh, Hi, Kate, Dory and
3: Jackie, I guess, although I don't know if you'll be on this episode. Probably not. Um, Anyway, I just had to pause the pod to call in to say, if you're shopping for makeup brushes at Target, the Sonia Castex line is freaking incredible. I have two of the brushes so far. Um, or they just revamped a couple months ago. And the ones they have are wonderful. They're very soft. Um, they have a slightly cheaper and a slightly more expensive, like, in the... But I think the slightly cheaper are all, all like, under 10. they slight, the slightly more expensive. are all a little over 10, between 10 to 15. Um, but the two I have, I have one that I use for bronzer and one that I use as the crease brush. And I absolutely love them. They're super soft. They wash well. And um, you should definitely try them it yourself and i recommend it to all of the other listeners out there all right i hope that everything is going well in la it's finally getting sunny out here in the boston area all right bye guys
0: look i love a weather update oh same from where wherever listeners from yes i love same. knowing same what's going on
1: especially on the east coast you know people just really
0: embrace summer they do. And I imagine the Midwest. Yeah. Basically anywhere where it's not warm year round. Right. <laughs> what makeup brushes do you use? Do you know? Do you have a brand loyalty? Oh gosh. I feel like I've used,
1: you know, I haven't worn makeup. Like I haven't put on like a full face of makeup in so long that I don't even remember like what I use.
0: Is it possible that your brushes are your hands?
1: Is that a weird
0: way of saying? Like, do you just dip in? I'm feeling very
1: Edward scissor know, hands. Sorry, like, my, my fingers are brushes. Edward
0: brush hands. <laughs> Edward brush hands. Dory
1: brush hands. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. You missed me.
0: I, I did. Dory brush hands. Oh, God. Oh, oh my God. Um... If I was an artist, I would create that. <laughs> Dory brush hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> You'd just be like doing everybody's makeup <laughs> right and left. Sometimes I'd be painting. You would. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh um my god. sorry. I, can't get
4: I over think that
1: one. I've used like bare min- I've used a bare minerals brush before. I think I've used like Sephora House brand brushes.
0: Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing that, that people inv- like I just would just yeah. kind of grab whatever I saw. Yeah,
1: I I've never I think for eyeshadow I had like a Stila brush
0: the reason I asked about your brush, your brush hands is Uh because like, maybe you're just using like a cream blush. No, I am. Yeah.
1: yeah. So when I have been slapping on some makeup, I've been using a cream blush and just blending it with my brush hands.
0: (laughs) I can't stop laughing. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) And then I have been using an eyeshadow brush, um, that I think is either a Stila or a Bobbi Brown brush that I've
0: had like forever me too this is one of those things that i don't replace i I did like last year when we started the podcast bought i bought new brushes because the podcast made me think of it
1: yeah well and also cleaning your brushes i don't do it
0: yeah i'm real lax about that i am too i I don't feel like brush cleaner is a thing i want to spend money on
1: well you don't have to You can, you can just rinse clean your brush with, um, like you can put, you can hand soap and water. Okay. You don't have to get like brush, special brush cleaner. Um, when I used to wear foundation every day, my foundation brush, I would actually clean that occasionally because I felt like it did get really gunky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but But now that I've brush hands, (laughs) I can't, I
0: can't do it. Oh, boy. Oh, what a time. You know? Well, we're going to take a short break. Yes, we are. BRB. <laughs> you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about Quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Well, we're back.
1: We are. I'm going to read this email. This felt like it was tailor-made for you. <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of thoughts about I this. I can't wait to hear them. Okay. Here we go. I am planning for the impending arrival of my first child and am fortunate enough to receive 16 weeks of paid maternity leave from my company, which I do not take for granted. That's amazing. This may sound like a crazy question, but what am I supposed to do during maternity leave? I mean, I know the answer to that, generally speaking, is, quote, bonding with my newborn. What does that mean, though? My husband only gets two weeks off, and my understanding is that most visitors will want to come in the first month. So suddenly I'm just picturing a lot of time alone with my infant in the apartment. I'm a first-time mom and an introvert, so I fear that I'll be hesitant to leave the apartment and instead go stir crazy. I'm also prone to anxiety and think that the possibility of postpartum depression is very real for me. Do you have any suggestions for self-care practices that I can employ in those first four months to help me keep it together? For example, one small thing I'm going to do is invest in some cute loungewear so I'm not sitting inside in my ratty old pajamas, hoping that will make me feel more like a human. Well, first of all, congratulations. Yeah, that's very exciting. Very exciting. And it's... Yeah, it's great that you are getting 16 weeks of paid maternity leave. Heck yeah, that's gonna, that's totally great. Um, So, to your first question, what are you supposed to do during maternity leave? What I was not totally anticipating was how much time just disappears when you have a baby. You're feeding them, you're changing their diapers, you're trying to put them to sleep, they're not going to sleep, you feed them again, change their diaper again, try to put them to sleep again, maybe they go down, now they're down, now you have an hour, you're so tired. There's dishes in the sink. There's dishes in the sink, you, Maybe maybe you want to take a nap, because everyone says, nap when the baby naps.
0: Everybody says it. Everyone says it. But you can't always do it. Nope. You're wide awake. The you're second wide that baby awake.
1: Happens. Yeah, exactly. And also you hear, oh, you're supposed to feed a newborn every two to three hours. But what you don't realize is that means from when you started feeding them, not from when you finished feeding <laughs> yes. them. Yes. Oh, totally. So if you started feeding the baby at noon and it takes, the, and you're breastfeeding and you're they're on the boob for 45 minutes... You don't have two hours from 1245. You have to feed them again at two. You're back. You're back. And if you are trying to put them down for a nap, because all newborns do is eat, poop, and sleep. By the time you do that, you got to feed them again. So it's like this endless cycle. And, and it then takes it, up a lot of time. It takes up a lot of time. Because they also, like, quote, putting them down for a nap. LOL. Like sometimes that happens sometimes it doesn't sometimes they're just crying and inconsolable and you're like um so i found that there was just like like i would just be like oh the day is gone yeah seven o'clock all of a sudden Yeah. yeah um there's also like a lot of sitting around um because if the baby is asleep again like you're you're just like you're kind of shell shocked. Yeah. <laughs> um and
0: your body is recovering. And
1: your body is recovering. I also, yes, that's a really good point. I had a C section. So like I wasn't
0: mobile. Yeah, you weren't doing jumping jacks.
1: even I mean the first two weeks I wasn't allowed to drive. Yeah. Um I was pretty much housebound. Even like walking didn't feel good. So, you know, I, I don't know what kind of birth you're going to have, but like even if you have a vaginal birth, you might be in a lot of pain too. Um, so, you know, you're probably not going to want to be doing that much. I
0: think also this person has 16 weeks of maternity leave. Yeah. And what is crazy or what was crazy to me is how much your ability to go out and do stuff changes as the child gets older, mm-hmm. like your confidence grows, but also like they become uh, not always, uh, again, we're speaking in broad terms yes. here because who knows what your experience is. Totally. Like. but, um, you know, what you're doing when the child is three months versus what you're doing when the child is two weeks old is going to probably be very different. Yes. I
1: mean, as we are recording this, Henry is seven weeks old and he's so different than he was a month ago. Um, In terms of being an introvert and being prone to anxiety, I would suggest seeking out um, a mommy and me group or some sort of new mother support group. Um, I I've been going to one, and it's been great so far. Um, so I would definitely do that. I would also, you know, think about going to therapy with someone who specializes in postpartum issues. Um, so those would be a couple of of things I would suggest. Also the new mom groups are a great way to meet other moms Yeah, and you can like go for walks with them. You can go to baby and me movies with them. You can, you know, there's like to build a kind of support system of people who are going through the same thing you're going through, I think is really important.
0: I also think one thing I did when my first child was born, it was, I was on maternity leave for December, January, and February in New York City, and it was really cold, and I didn't, Mm. I was making, I was in kind of a mom support group, but I didn't really know anyone else who, I was, I was very isolated, it felt very isolated, so one thing I tried to do was leave my house once a day, like, we would, and we would walk, like, three blocks to a coffee shop, I would get a coffee, and we would walk home, and that would be it for the day, this was especially a little early on, and just having, like, that goal, where it's like, here's my task for the day, and, I mean, Kate, and we didn't always do it. I'm still there. Yeah, totally. I'm still at the leaving the house once a day is like the well, goal. It's a lot of work to leave a house with a by yourself with a baby.
1: Well, and also, you know, even though Henry's 7 weeks and and he's not and I'm not also not exclusively breastfeeding, so he's not like attached to my boob, but I am breastfeeding and I'm pumping and like you know, I can't be gone for that long without breastfeeding or pumping. Yeah. Because yeah. then my boobs will get engorged and it'll be really painful. So like that's another thing I just have to, that's always like a calculation in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, even if like I've left him home with Matt, You know, and I'm not worried about like someone watching him. It's like, well, I got to worry about my boobs.
0: Yeah, you got to watch those boobs. (laughs) So I don't know. I love that the listener did invest in new loungewear. Because that really made a difference for me personally. Like feeling really good in the soft, gentle clothes that Mm -hmm. you're wearing is helped me so much.
1: And if you are breastfeeding, I would say get pajamas that button up.
0: Mm, Good call.
1: Um, The other thing that has been great for me is... I have been reading on the Kindle app on my iPad, um, like sometimes while I'm breastfeeding or, you know, that's, that's just been really, I, you know, I take out a lot of books from the library and I've been able to read a lot of books. So I would say invest in some sort of e-reader. Um, they're also nice. Like if you're feeding in the middle of the night in bed and you don't want to wake your partner, it's nice to you know, just have that and you can watch stuff. And
0: I mean, Shits Creek would be a great <laughs> new baby show. <gasps> you're just saying, I'm just saying, no, it's just cause it's light. It's not stressful. There's a billion episodes. Yeah. They're 20 something minutes. You could knock them out in a feeding session. Yeah. I watched the show skins while I was with my oh, newborn.
1: Oh, Skins. It's a little more
0: intense, but it's nice to have a show that you can just like put on. Yeah. It's two in the morning. Yes. Anyway, congratulations. Yeah,
1: Congratulations.
0: All right, let's uh, head back to the voicemail zone.
4: Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Kristen calling from New Jersey. Um, Kate, I was wondering, you've talked a little bit about um, issues that you've had in the past or that you might be currently struggling with with anger. Um, And so I'm 24, about to be 25, um, and I'm in a PhD program, and I'm feeling very overwhelmed. And for the first time in my life, I have been finding that Sometimes those feelings of being overwhelmed will easily switch over to anger. That's being directed at like things that I'm not actually angry about, but I'm just so overwhelmed and upset with like a lack of control over all the stress in my life that so I just get angry. And I've never been a person to get angry. Um, and I don't really know how to differentiate sometimes, I feel like, between, like, just feeling overwhelmed and upset versus feeling, like, righteously angry about things that should make me angry. So so any advice that you guys have in regards to what you've learned about, about yourself and being a woman and getting angry <laughs> would be really appreciated. Love you guys. Bye.
1: What an interesting
0: question. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, my f- <clears throat> my first thing always is this is a great thing to discuss with a therapist mm-hmm. because anger, I just know as a, as a person who that's a default emotion for me and has been mm-hmm. my whole life, mm-hmm. um, getting to the source of it in a way that doing, without shame because yes. uh, uh, kind of a byproduct i have found of my of responding to things in anger is then feeling great shame about doing that.
1: Mm, so
0: that's i
1: That's so interesting. Oh,
0: i am a real piece of work. So i i just think like as we this is a great like mental health professional area but it you're quite the question did lead me to just kind of think about how we view anger. Mm-hmm. And you know, i think we talked about this a little bit with Rebecca Traster in a yes. past episode of just like the way we view anger especially in women and then especially in women of color you know this goes on and on um is that it's a negative it's such a negative thing or that we need to turn it into something productive right or that we need to change it and be positive or quote unquote channel our anger yes and it sounds like you are sitting with it and observing it and you sound very like you very have a very deep presence about kind of what's going on and I think that's the right place to be in Mm -hmm. um one of my daughters the way she handles things is with anger. like that's her default emotion right now in her life and i always try to say to her like you can be angry about this but you have we have to talk like the way to we have to talk about it together like it's so you're i'm trying to validate her emotion but also try to give her tools with how to like constructively handle it. I don't know if I'm doing a good job, but that's something that it's been in my brain because I've got a six year old who's angry at me a lot, slamming doors. Oh boy. Oh, it's a whole thing. (laughs) Is anger a thing for you? Has that come up a lot for you? Anger. I I, hmm.
1: I, I wouldn't say anger so much as like, I feel like I get irritable. Interesting. Like I, I, I feel like I lose patience, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I don't know that it necessarily crosses into anger. Maybe I feel like it's more like frustration,
0: which is a gentle cousin of a cousin of anger. Yeah, for sure. Do you have tools for when it arises for just existing with it? (sighs) I mean, I think the.
1: I don't like how I feel when I get that way. And so if I'm able to sort of like reel it in, not control it, but just like figure out why I'm feeling that way. Like what is, what is really bothering me? um, That helps.
0: I mean, this listener also said they're in a PhD program. Yes. Which academically that sounds very stressful. Possibly financially that's stressful. You have all you do have a lot of big things going on. There. Yeah, and so looking, examining what your the, the way maybe stress is manifesting into anger might also be a good thing to look at. I like that advice. You know, thank you, mm-hmm. Dory. Brush hands. <laughs> well, we have one final email here. Yeah, let's hear it. <clears throat> I've been listening to your podcast since November of 2018. I'm still trying to catch up on all the episodes. It's a constant source of positivity in my life. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Kate, you've really inspired me this month with your gratitude practice. I'm gay. And in case you don't know, June is Pride Month. This pride, instead of going to the parties or supporting any of the corporations which are creating pride collections and products, I am reaching out to all my queer friends and letting them know that I care about them. For those near me, I'm setting aside time to meet up have picnics, and spend quality time together. For those far away, I'm writing letters and, in one case, scheduling a bi-weekly masking and self-care FaceTime. It can be really easy to have negative feelings about yourself when you're not in a straight or, or, excuse me, when you're not straight or cis, and so I'm trying to unequivocally let my friends know that even when they are having a hard time loving themselves for any reason, that I love them and that I'm grateful for them. What a lovely email. I have goosebumps. You are an you are an awesome friend. Yeah, and I, what a way! What a way to celebrate um, Pride Month. That's just that's amazing, amazing, and happy Pride to you and all our queer listeners. We are allies. Mm-hmm. We are celebrating with you. Yeah, um, but thank you. For, that's such a great. These are such great suggestions, and you are brightening up so many lives. Yeah. Mm. Well, on that note. On that note, Dory. This has been great. This has been great. I'm so happy you're back into the mini world. Me too. I'm going to go put Don't, on some makeup. With your hands. With my brush oh hands. Oh, God. We're never going to not talk about brush hands. <gasps> Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>